Packers fans, welcome back to the Packer Mentality Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Once again, I need your help. Please take a minute to subscribe to the channel and follow me on social media at Packer Mentality in all the usual places. Twitter, threads, Instagram, all those fun places. After a confidence-building victory in week one over the Bears, the Packers are on the road once again and travel to Atlanta this time to take on the Falcons. Let's take a look at the injury report. For the Packers, questionable David Bakhtiari did not practice. I do expect him to play. Aaron Jones suffered the hamstring injury on Sunday. He has not practiced. Not entirely confident that he'll play. And if he doesn't, we could see Emmanuel Wilson finally get his shot. Quay Walker suffered the concussion on his interception return for a touchdown on Sunday. He is still in concussion protocol, but has two days to clear it. If he can't go, we'll see Isaiah McDuffie. Finally, a little good news. Christian Watson, who didn't play in week one, has been practicing this week. Limited practice. If he can't go, it's basically the same group as last week. For the Falcons, listed as out, Troy Anderson, their starting linebacker. Listed as questionable, Jeff Okuda with a foot injury. You might remember him from his days in Detroit. Let's talk a little bit about how the Falcons looked last week. And if you looked just at the stat sheet from Sunday in their game against the Panthers, you might think the Falcons had lost. The Panthers had more rushing yards, more passing yards, more first downs, had 20 more plays, had the ball nine minutes more. The Falcons were limited to just two of 10 on third down. But then you get to the big difference, and that was turnovers. Three turnovers led to 17 points, and two of those turnovers led to very short fields. Desmond Ritter, their quarterback, very efficient, 15 of 18, 115 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. Not spectacular, but he didn't turn the ball over. The running backs for the Falcons are the offense, and they have a couple pretty good ones. Tyler Algier averaged five yards per carry in week one and caught three passes. His running mate, Bijan Robinson, their first-round draft choice, also had five yards per carry, and he caught six passes. All this led to a 24-10 victory for the Falcons. So when the Falcons' offense is on the field, they are going to want to run the ball, and they should with those horses at running back. But if the Packers can hold them on first and second down and force them into third and long, this Falcons offensive line can be had. They had a rough game against the Panthers. They gave up four sacks. And I believe the Packers' pass rush is better than the Panthers. Packers probably will have a similar game plan to what they did in week one, where they stopped the Bears' running game. But one big difference is that Desmond Ritter, while he's athletic, he is not quite Justin Fields as a runner. Now, the Packers' defensive, defensive line interior, they need a big game. 
if the Packers can get them into passing situations, the Falcons center and guards, they struggle in pass blocking, or they did in week one. If this Packers team can put pressure on Desmond Ritter, I think this is a victory for the Packers. Now, on the outside, the Falcons have a couple of uh, pretty good guys on the outside. They have Drake London at wide receiver, and they have Kyle Pitts at tight end. These guys are both very athletic, very talented guys and could provide a challenge to the Packers, linebackers, and secondary. But in week one, those guys were targeted just a total of four times and had a total of two catches. None of those catches were by Drake London. He put up a big goose egg in week one. Not sure why they're not trying to get him the ball. Uh, but they did not try to attack down the field, and they only threw four passes that went more than 10 yards down the field for the game. That should sound pretty familiar to the Packers week one against the Bears. Now, if the Falcons start targeting London and they have some success, we could see Jair Alexander start to follow him around the field, much like they did with him and DJ Moore, like they do with him and Justin Jefferson. But I'm not sure they're going to do that off the bat. If Quay Walker is playing, I'll feel much better because he can help with Kyle Pitts. Quay is that elite athlete that is matches up well with athletic tight ends like Kyle Pitts, and he is crazy athletic as a tight end. Packers offense versus the Falcons defense. He is going to be who's playing for the Packers. Aaron Jones. Had a huge week one, but he suffered the hamstring injury and not sure he's going to play. If he cannot play, we need a much better game from A.J. Dillon. He was not good in week one, but he didn't get much help from the offensive line. So the key is going to be that this offensive line needs to do a much better job run blocking. If Jones is not playing, we could see Emmanuel Wilson uh, step up and get some carries. And he showed that he has some big play ability and the speed to break off big runs. This could be his chance to show out. Christian Watson did not play in week one at all. And he, he's listed as questionable, but he has been practicing on a limited, limited basis so far this week. If he's back, he is a huge key for this offense, both in the run game and in the pass game. They can push the ball downfield more than they did last week. Now, I do expect this Falcons defense, based on what they showed against the Panthers, to be much more aggressive than Chicago was. The Panthers started a rookie quarterback. Jordan Love, although he's not a rookie, he doesn't have a lot of starting experience. The Falcons defensive coordinator loves to bring pressure, loves to try and confuse young quarterbacks. He's going to blitz. He's going to try to find ways to put pressure on Jordan Love and confuse this offense. They try to exploit their inexperience, kind of like they did last week against Bryce Young. 
All this means is that Jordan Love is going to fall a lot more on him. And he's been very poised so far. He's been making good reads and good decisions. This is what the Falcons are going to try and push him out of. And this is where those three years that Jordan got to be on the sidelines watching and be in the same room as Aaron Rodgers, that is where all this pays off. He got to see all the stuff that they threw at Aaron Rodgers, and defenses did throw a lot of different looks and crazy looks at Aaron Rodgers. And hopefully Jordan was paying attention, and he learned a lot. I think he did. Other part of this is this offensive line. Their pass protection has been really, really good so far, and I expect it to be good on Sunday. Packers wide receivers going to be key to this game. They are going to have to win their win their matchups. And because this is a faster, more athletic group, I expect guys like Jaden Reed and Luke Musgrave to see the ball a lot on Sunday. This team needs to come out fast for a change. Start start strong and get the lead. Force the Falcons out of their game. Force them to throw the ball, try and come back. The key to Packers' victory is win in the trenches again. Win at the line of scrimmage. Get the Falcons out of their felt out of their comfort zone. So my prediction predictions for Sunday. And all this is kind of reliant on if Aaron Aaron Jones can't go. If we can't, if he can't go, we're going to see more reliance on the passing game. That being said, Christian Watson plays. I expect at least one touchdown from him. I expect a big game from Jaden Reed as well. I'm going to say 75 yards or more receiving from Jaden Reed. He did a really nice job in week one, and I expect him to build on that this week. All that going to help lead to my next prediction, which is the first 300-yard game passing for Jordan Love, along with two passing touchdowns. On the defensive side of the ball, Sean Gary in a limited time last week was dominant. This this week, I expect more playing time, and I expect him to get to the quarterback. Two sacks for Rashawn Gary. And my prediction on the final score, Packers 28, Falcons 17. I'll be back on Sunday evening with my gut reaction to the game. Until then, have a great weekend, everybody, and go Pack Go.